I'm excited today because this time around we're chatting with a best-selling author and speaker. He's also the founder of Financial Freedom and The Rethink Academy, two groundbreaking initiatives that have seen him feature in Forbes magazine and achieve global recognition. So I think this is going to be fun and informative. Paul O'Mahony, it's great to meet you. Welcome along. Thank you. Thank you very much. For anyone who's not discovered you before, and also the great work that you do, maybe we could just start with a brief background. Sure, absolutely. Um, I am the son of two teachers. So my entire young life uh, was based around academia, getting a permanent job, which meant, you know, going to school, doing well in exams, going to college. So my background was actually a degree in industrial biochemistry, of all things. Uh, Then I did a year in chemical engineering to get my graduate diploma. And then I worked in a corporation for nine years uh, where I was in a position as a director of the medical device company, got an MBA, became a project management professional, and I was the youngest ever director in that company at the age of 30, uh, all set to scale the heights of the corporate ladder and it was at that time that uh, i realized i was uh, over half a million euros in debt from purchasing two houses in the middle of the celtic tiger in ireland in the mid-2000s and while from the outside looking in uh, everybody would have said oh look at this amazing you're doing a successful career you're doing well you've got yourself a car a house an investment property um and a good job but the, the absolute reality was I was completely riddled with debt, 500,000 of negative equity of money that wasn't mine in the first place. And now suddenly this was a reality. Somehow at 30 years of age, having done everything to the book of how to succeed in life, according to the educational system, I was in a massive, massive uh, dilemma. And I ended up going to a conference out of pure desperation in Ireland in Dublin in 2009 which um, was basically, I think it was called Life Last, Life Lasting Success. And it was a kind of an event about um, motivation and poss- there was hints of how to maybe set up an internet business, which um, wasn't too keen on. You had a complete um, shutdown perspective on all of that. But long story short, went to that event, ended up investing in three of the products. Um, uh, a month later, went to a Tony Robbins conference quit my job that night and um, three months after that lost all my money that I'd saved on the stock market and actually so in July 2009 I was still in the negative equity but now I had no job Um, I had kind of burnt my bridges with work and I had no source of income I lost all savings on the stock market and that was when I realized okay this internet stuff has to work for me and the, the reason why i turned to it even though i had done the three courses hasn't really done much with them it was a cost literally nothing but my time to get started and within four months i was generating ten thousand dollars monthly from twitter actually originally uh, within a year i'd made my first million dollars with my business partner and every like you can imagine um it took a quite a, a while for even my mindset to catch up with the the money because it was so far beyond any of my wildest dreams and it's been a crazy ride ever since to um because i'd no history of entrepreneurship or anything like that in my family um 
So it was very much a case of going from the complete skeptic, completely, completely dismissing what I heard from those original speakers um, in that day in 2009 until literally one, and I'm sorry for the long story, but this is the compelling moment for me, was when you know, they were trying to get each other to high five each other and say we're awesome. And that does not work with an Irish audience. But one speaker really spotted what was going on and he basically called us out and said, look, here's the problem. You think we're here to brainwash you. But he said, ironically, you guys are so brainwashed, you actually don't see the wood from the trees. And he said, let me explain. He said, the vast majority of you in this room today are between age 20 and 65, which means the vast majority of you are in debt. You owe more than you own. In fact, if you were a child, you would be better off financially than how you are today. And it was kind of this very sobering moment. And then he said, let me explain why. He said, because the belief system you have is that wealth is connected to qualifications, to letters achieved after your name. He said, I found as a high school dropout that wealth is not connected to letters. It's connected to numbers in your bank account. And I'll never forget when he said it, because as a 30 year old, with my MBA, a corporate director, felt that I knew how the world worked. The rug was completely pulled from under me because he was 100 percent correct. I was totally broke. I was massively in debt. There was no way out of it um, with the career that I was pursuing. And it, it just suddenly woke me up to you can be so certain in something that's completely wrong. Um, and just because you're certain in many cases doesn't mean you're right. <laughs> and your environment is is just very much. Um, and if you're surrounded by people who think the same way as you, who don't challenge you, who uh, very much are brought up to believe in your the way we live to, to follow the path of education designed hundreds of years ago, it can be a very um, uh, unforgiving place when you're looking for opportunities outside of that. So it's been an incredibly interesting journey, not just from a financial perspective or career perspective, but from a, a personal perspective to go from really feeling that you were on the crux of having reached the apex of what you could achieve in corporate world to realizing you had now reached the bottom of a mountain from a, a financial perspective and to work your way back up that mountain with a whole new set of skills and tools that I'd never use in school. So sorry for the long answer, but it kind of um, will lead into a lot of why I got into what I did at a later stage then. It's a well-known phrase that everything happens for a reason. And in order to achieve something, you have to sometimes hit rock bottom. Is that, is that what you found, Paul, in your experience? Um, I mean, I think in relatively speaking, my rock bottom was uh, a dream for 80% of the world, right? Living in a developed country, um, you know, having house house over my head, a car that I could drive. But, you know, in that sense, it's certainly not rock bottom having, you know, having a, a broader perspective. But at the time, it was a very insular view about me being the most important thing in the world. Of course, it felt from a very selfish perspective that I did rock bottom after pursuing, uh, at the I guess, a dream for 30 years that turned out to be a complete nightmare. Yeah, absolutely. So so with all that happening in your life, you then decided to take the leap of faith into working online. What was the first thing that you did? I attended three separate workshops from three separate coaches on the topic of online marketing. 
Mm-hmm. That was the very first thing I did, and they were in London. And and from from that, um, what was the next stage for you? You know, what was the what was the thing that you developed to um, so, to get things rolling? Yeah. So I attended the first one. Thought, okay, this is great. I got really annoyed because the speaker offered something else, and I got really frustrated. Saying, "Well, hang on, why are you offering me something else? I came for this," and I actually <clears throat> ended up. A little bit annoyed at the end of it and never acted on the training, despite having all the intentions of doing it. Went to the second workshop. Uh, so, it was, you know, I'd never been to anything like this before. So it was such an eye opener. So I went to the second one, then was expecting this kind of offer of the next stage, which annoyed me further. And I said, OK, they're telling me that if I don't do this next level, I won't do it by myself. I'll show them. Uh, the last time that I didn't make it happen was because I just didn't follow up soon enough. So I felt that, okay, this time I'll do it. I'll, I'll hold myself accountable, etc. And then that didn't work again. Then in the meantime, I quit my job. By the time the third one came, I now had quit my job. I'd gone to Tony Robbins. I had lost all my money in the stock market. I literally had to stay in the uh, my aunt's apartment in Arundel, two hours in the train ride outside London because I couldn't afford a hotel and it was at that point that I um, ended up purchasing a mentoring program from the guy who became my mentor at that time when I had less money than ever before and but I had a realization that until I actually pay for somebody who's been there get the shortcut be held accountable that I was basically chasing a dream and I just find it took me three shots at it to finally realize that I was the problem and not the coach. And um, I had a very, very sobering moment when the coach said that to me, that, you know, you said you couldn't afford the first time this happened, you can't afford it the second time. Now you have no job and you're still telling me you can't afford it. You know, it was never a fact that you couldn't afford it. It's just you don't value uh, getting knowledge, shortcuts and education um, and then willing to put in the work behind it. And what changed then, Paul, once, you, once you'd actually embraced that, what changed for you at that moment? I had certainty, I had clarity, I knew what to do, I knew what the first steps were, I knew what the second steps were. I was very much, you, you got to take for a moment here where I'm coming from a supremely confident director in what I do because I've been doing it for 10 years to literally knowing nothing but still portraying these characteristics that... I kind of knew stuff. So my mentor was like, you need to get this ego of yours and completely set it aside. You're a complete newbie. You're a complete beginner. Stop trying to improve the system, adjust the system. Ask me, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? He said, you just need to become a student again. And it was very humbling. He literally said to me, you can improve what I do when you make your first million. I remember thinking, geez, wow, this guy's putting me in my box. And he was younger than me, which which again makes you think, wow, like, you know, I I was measuring everything by qualifications and suddenly you realize how narrow a a field of range of view that is. Um, So it it became tough love and it became, you know, you need to learn how to walk before you you crawl before you can walk and walk. But the thing is, it was very straightforward then. It was like create an ebook, then turn that ebook into a, um, a video course turn that video uh, course into something that little bit longer. Let's create a webinar. Let's And um, I went from, at that event that I went to, I literally made two sales, my first two sales online, $44.20. And 
um, while I slept from Twitter at that event. And I remember thinking, wow, I need to sleep more. I am literally making more money while I sleep than while I'm awake. And the, the, this is when I joined the mentoring program. He said to me, do you want to make $44 every now and again like that? Or do you want to make life changing money? And that's when I said, isn't it obvious? He said, not to me. I said, what? He said, well, you told me yesterday how you didn't like this course and this other course because they offered other stuff. But you basically told me that you uh, are not willing to invest in yourself to learn these things. And of course, it sounded salesy, right? And uh, I'm Irish. We're, we're so allergic to anything that's salesy. But at the end of the day, um, if you don't listen to people or if you're not willing to listen to people who know better in that area, doesn't make them better people, doesn't make them any, you know, <laughs> any, you know and, and that's what you have to separate is you have to separate the person from the message and you have to learn that when somebody tells you what to do, don't improve it until you've done it first yourself. Just just literally dumb it down, implement it, get the results and then start to scale that. Don't over question it. Don't try to see the end of the road before you've turned the key in the ignition. Don't try to build. Um, don't. I mean, the metaphor I use is don't try and learn how to drive in a Ferrari. You know, learn mm. how to drive in a Croc. Get from A to B, and once you know the rules of the road, then upgrade. Then start pursuing your dream business, pursue your passion, all these things. But get the basics right first, and um, that that's um. That's kind of a huge realization that you kind of need to humble yourself a little bit before you open your ears and eyes enough to realize that um, there's nothing handed to you. You know, in, you, you, you literally have to put the work in, and you, but you can shortcut it dramatically if you have somebody who's willing to show you how. How did it feel to make that first $44.20? Unbelievable. And that's crazy because that three months earlier, $44, you know, that, that was nothing to me in terms of, um, you know, somebody going out for a night and spending 100 euros. But the fact that I did it while I slept and it didn't rely on my time, I genuinely felt like I had cracked the code. I, I had I had cracked the code. And if I could do it once, I could do it 10 times, I could do it 20 times. And I, I immediately just said, I just became, I was very naive, but I think it worked in my favor. I just became extremely confident that, look, if anybody can do this, then why can't I do it? It's pressing buttons. The keyboard only has a certain amount of keys. Uh, everybody has the same keyboard. The difference between someone making a fortune and someone spending a fortune is the sequence of the keys that you press on your keyboard. And I really got into that train of thought that, you know what, I, I don't want to start listening to people who can't do it. I'm going to start listening to people who can. And I'm, I'm going to not feel bad for the people who can't. I'm not going to talk down to those people. I'm just going to uh, start valuing the opinions of the people who've been successful um, in a different way to those who haven't. And I, I really started to pick more carefully who I'd spend my time, uh, not from a social perspective, but surely for sure when it came to business-related stuff. I, I, do you know, before, I think one of the funniest things you, you said was the uh, the idea that when you go to sleep, you're actually making more money than when you're awake in many mm. times. I'm amazed you didn't go into hibernation at that point, Paul. I'd have been so tempted to do that. I, I would have, only I, could, I couldn't afford to eat enough to eat for <laughs> three to four months. <laughs> now, we mentioned right at the start about the Rethink Academy, which is perhaps one yeah. of your flagship uh, programs. Maybe you could just tell us a little bit about that, the background, how you came up with it, and also what it is. Okay, sure. Thank you. Well, the, the Rethink Academy has, is kind of an emergent uh, organization. 
um, <clears throat> where you know I started out helping people get online um, and with an online business. Uh, but the the thing is, as I met more and more people over the years and entrepreneurs and solopreneurs, the more I realized that their their desires, their needs, their wants far out um, were far outside the span of purely learning how to make an online business. They didn't understand money fully. They didn't understand wealth fully. They didn't understand mindset fully. They didn't have their health in order. They didn't. And it was often those other things that impinged on their ability to succeed in the, it, they couldn't be productive in terms of their time and their day etc mm -hmm. so um as as i you know was teaching the online side i said you know what there's a real opportunity here to expand the brand beyond me and to expand the brand around just for beyond the business opportunity realm to anybody who's at a point in their lives where they're not happy with themselves whether it's their health, whether it's their finances, whether it is their productivity, whether it's their job. And basically, if they're at a point where they're ready to rethink where they've ended up, that we would have a book and potentially a digital product that would help that person unravel what had happened and kind of shine a light to a degree on, there is there is definitely an easier solution out there. We, the problem is we've been taught the wrong way to do something. So I partnered with um, experts in areas like health and longevity, in book writing, in time management, in money, in finance uh, management for children, for um, uh, productivity separately to time management, and started developing planners and uh, a whole, basically we've like a, a gambit of up to 80 of these. We've, I think we've 11 bestsellers so far, and but we, there's a whole list of these that, um, I saw an opportunity that the dummies guide type idea, but very actionable, very um, available to people um, in whatever area they're, they're struggling in. And I use the rethink word as an expression or as, as an acronym, should I say, to cover the, the eight areas of life in terms of how I teach it, where R is for relationships, E is for earnings, and I can develop these in a moment. So R is for relationships, E is for earnings, T is for DAO, H for health, I for investments, N for networks, K for knowledge, and an exclamation mark at the end for, for fun, basically having fun. Mm -hmm. So the R is for the relationships with your core family and friends. The E is for earnings, which is exchanging time for money. T for DAO is the spiritual side of you, but regardless of whether you're a believer or not in a God or not, it's the, the, the underlying um, energy behind everything. Mm -hmm. H is health, both physical and mental. Uh, I, from an investment standpoint, it's different to earnings because now you've mastered exchanging time for money. Now, how do you turn that money into more money? Uh, the the K then for, um, sorry, N for networks is the extended network beyond your family and friends who hold the key to your success in all those other areas, but you haven't realized it or not open to it or not aware of it. Uh, and K is for knowledge, the constant and never ending um insatiable desire to learn more from people who've already achieved and solved the problems that you're only facing at this point in life. And then the fun part is none of this should feel like a, a draw or a drag or something that takes energy from you. It should be incredibly inspiring. It should be something to celebrate. It should be about the person that you're becoming, um, not purely attaching to specific outcomes that you're going to achieve in any of these areas. So the Academy helps people a master 
those areas, all eight of those areas through the books, through the planners, etc. that we have. And whether you're uh, a person who just buys the book and that's enough to somebody who wants to go deep into one of those areas, we're looking to build this entire online uh, virtual uh, campus where you kind of enter this 3D world and you get to choose what campus it is that you want to go in and you can attend these lectures like literally in this virtual world. And we deliver our training programs, which are all CPD approved um, to a degree that will just shock people. And we're kind of like referring it to as like real life changing education for today's world. And and, and that's what I feel is um, missing. And it's without going after and pointing fingers at the educational system as well. Why don't I go out and create an alternative? That's not about me, but it's about um, giving the experts who know what they're doing and have dedicated their lives to these causes to to disseminate that knowledge and make it available to everybody globally. I love that. And and as you say, I mean, in many ways, uh, people go into life once leaving school, once leaving uh, the academic side of, of things, and they're left to flounder. And in, in many ways, that's what, that's what happened to you back in the day. So it seems that you were inspired to do this from your own stories. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. And genetically, I feel mm. because I was certainly born to be a teacher. I, I feel like you're not the product of two teachers without um, <laughs> some sort of a, a clear direction being provided there. And but I feel I need to teach something that is uh, required and extremely prevalent and required in today's extremely polarized society where the you know, a lot of it comes down to the ability to critically think for yourself. Um, or, or rethink, as I would put it, um, that everything's not exactly as it appears. And, you know, a, a lot of your life, um, while taking responsibility for the outcomes that you have, the reality is you've been given the wrong map. Mm. And you, you may well have followed the correct path on that map. But now that you've got to the end of it or halfway through it, you're questioning your, well, this isn't, like, is this the dream? You know, age 50 in a, a mid-terrace house where I'm still in debt and not happy, we've outgrown it, we're not happy with the car, we're fighting all the time, our closest friends are pretty much all divorced, we're going to divorce. You know, it just doesn't fit with what the intention was as that spark in the eye child at 12, 13 years of age um, that was asked, what are you going to do when you grow up? And anything that didn't fall into the um, label of exchanging time for money, like lawyer, accountant, uh, police officer, fireman, teacher, uh, engineer, you know, if it was anything outside of that, it was like frowned upon. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, it, it, it's, it's everywhere. And at the same time, it's nowhere. And in, in terms of it's, it's very easy to fall into this trap, very much like what Warren Buffett says about, um, debt that sometimes it's, it's, uh, invisible. Sometimes it's, uh, too invisible to be seen before it's, uh, Sorry, sometimes the binds of debt are too um, weak to be seen before they're too strong to be broken. Mm -hmm. And that's um, so real, so real. And, and unfortunately, we're kind of stuck in a, a dynamic that we continue to be dragged to the level of our closest friends and family when it comes to our finances. Well, I mean, this is obviously, um, you know, something that's very, you're, you're very passionate about, something that's very close to your heart. And in terms of um, who this is aimed at, this is, I guess, aimed at adults that have experienced some of the, the challenges that, that you yourself face. What about for younger people, Paul? Um, what do you think the the answer is to, to create this kind of training for, for younger people? Um, 
I would. So when I started running workshops, I had a huge eye-opening moment um, about probably 2014 when for the first time a teenager attended the workshop because the babysitter canceled on the on the father. And so the, the kid sat in on the, on the class and basically put his hand up and said, Paul, can I share something? I said, sure. And he had just made 150 pounds in 11 minutes. And, you know, the... the Obviously, the standard question was from every, what did you do? What did you do? He said exactly what he just said. And there was this um, almost a sigh of, oh, you little shit kind of a thing. Like, <laughs> how dare you prove this works? And <laughs> I, I kind of thought about it for many weeks and months afterwards going, why did the kid do it? You know, why do parents or adults, not parents, adults look for 99 reasons why not when a child just looks for one reason why? And I, it was from that that I, it made me realize that I can, I can only assist a certain number of people as grown-ups. They need to be open to be even looking for a business opportunity for them to even come into my world. But for children, what, this is, that's, that's the time to expose them to you can have your own purpose, mission, vision in life. You can have your own goals that aren't anybody else's. You can be whatever it is that you want to be, provided you've got a guide, you know what you want, and you 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 know have a clear mechanism of how this can work and learn that life is about a balance and learn about these eight areas and learn that you've a specific thing, probably. I mean, there's this is an opinion, but that you probably have one specific thing that you're here to do and want to do, and that's your purpose. And to help uncover that, um, rather than focusing on always trying to correct your weaknesses in school, um, that you double down on the things that you are great at, and absolutely, but learn how to cover for your flaws that may hurt you in, in later life if you don't also address, you know, just because you're not good at maths doesn't mean you shouldn't learn how to count. And so I started by building an entire training program, animated cartoons based on teaching children about um how to master money and we call it the leap system l for learning so we teach them the the how to uh like what money is what what's debt what's good debt bad debt, all that stuff but that's already out there with the likes of robert kiyosaki but i felt that wasn't enough so we created the e in the leap system e was for earning like literally showing them how to to generate that income within uh, build a business within 24 hours making money within 48 hours and then the a is for accelerating learn how to take that money and let that money work for you and then the P, the most important part, is for play and philanthropy, learning that money is not just about what you can get, but what you can give and help others. And we, in her, in, as part of it, you know, encourage that one of your first yearly goals is to pay for your family vacation within that year, whether you're age 12, 14, whatever age, because it's very easy to teach people how to make money. The younger they are, the easier it becomes. Mm -hmm. And that, that, that's become, that's the financial freedom thing that we, you mentioned earlier. But... Um, even with that, only the likes of entrepreneurs and wealthy parents are open, very open to having their children learn it. We found there was a major resistance in the general population of let children be children. Oh, don't kind of infect them or intoxicate them with this money thing too young, which is a very much, um, obviously, 
somebody else's belief system been filtered down to the next generation because money yeah. is seen as a tool or you know it's it's very emotional for people so um <laughs> we it took so much effort and we've done like literally have spent over a million dollars on the animation this entire metaverse world for them but we've actually decided that this will only become one element of it because parents were literally nervous about well what do children do that are earning more than their parents because that's the very much the reality of, of the children we're putting through the program is they're yeah. earning way more than their parents and they're only 11 12 13 and that becomes the problem because money is used as a weapon for, or a parenting tool for most parents. You're like, well, that's my control mechanism. And again, that's not a, a fault of the parents. That's just how things have been. That's the reality of the world today. So it's we now start by helping children get clearer on a vision, a purpose, but also um, we start with their mental health. That's where we begin with, is to make sure they know how to meditate, how to um, control their emotions, how to be aware of them, how to stop comparing their lives to other people. And within that, um, and uh, they're absolutely invited to come in and learn more about money within that part of the campus. But it, it's been a really interesting journey because I remember the first time I started teaching children about this stuff, I got pushed back. What do you know about money? How are you qualified to teach my children about money? I said, well, I've made, at that point, I probably made, I don't know, 15 million online. Um, I didn't say that. But basically, they didn't care how much money I made. What they wanted to know was I passed an exam. And right. it was really interesting because, like, wow, you know, this is this is the world that we live in. You qualify through letters, not through numbers. So I actually went and got qualified as a qualified financial advisor to make sure that the mainstream would actually feel that I was qualified to help their children uh, learn about money, which is if you think about the layers of that, it's just incredible that you but it makes sense at the same time you have to meet people at the level that they want to be met at in order to be able to help them to scale to the next level of knowledge if that's what they want to do so we like i was so against university for a while and then i realized but that's the dream for most parents so i said why fight it just create a virtual university for their kids to go to but where they can learn real life skills in terms of money money management business where they'll never have to worry about money for their entire lives so I've evolved so much in terms of my learnings where you where you feel so certain in something that I'm finding the older I get, the more you realize, the less you know, and that that's a closer, uh, the closer to wisdom that you're getting as you realize that. And it's it's enabling people to do what they want to do at their pace rather than passing judgment on other people's situations, their lives. Their, everybody is unique. Everyone's on their journey. Everybody um isn't ready for what we have or what we're capable of teaching and that's fine but those that are on the lookout there you know as when that student is ready that the teacher in our case the rethink academy and financial freedom are sitting and waiting to to help people fast track that journey i think it's fascinating paul as well that you know you you were prepared despite all of the success that you'd had online by this point that you were still mindful to go out and spend your own time, your own money, uh, qualifying as a financial advisor, 
purely mm. to help move your business forward, going that extra mile, if you like. And I think that really sets apart those people who are successful and those people who just want to be successful. So, I mean, total kudos there. I mean, that's 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 incredible. If anybody who's either reading or listening to this who wants to, to find out more about uh, the Rethink Academy and financial freedom, where, where do we need to go? Um, great question. Um, I'd say my social handles. Twitter is the place you'll get me most, which is just at Paula Mahoney, P-A-U-L-O-M-A-H-O-N-Y. Instagram, Paula Mahoney underscore. Um, in terms of the Rethink site, it is therethinkacademy.com. And for the kids stuff, it's fun with a F-U-N, financialfreedom.com. Excellent. I mean, it's it's fascinating that you've been able to put these these programs together, and obviously both of them have been a huge success already. For anybody who's you know just going to discover this for the first time, why why should they sign up? Um, I guess it very much depends on what they're looking for, but I truly feel that we provide a very rounded, grounded, real life education that in a world where people are just struggling to survive that we give people the tools to thrive and and you know al- allow them to realize that in a world with such uncertainty that you absolutely can take control you definitely don't need to be at the whims of what's on the news and what's happening around you and feeling that you're completely at a loss as to where you'll be financially or health wise or whatever it is in the next few years it's you absolutely can do it and feel incredibly confident about it once you know that you've you've got a guide helping you along that journey and whether it's from a book that gets you onto that path um, or whether it's you want to dive deeper into trainings etc depending on what scale you want to get to um, you know I mean I can't speak highly enough of it because my coaches are just incredible Uh, the vast majority of them I met from coming as students and graduating and coming out the other side Um, so proof of the pudding uh, so to speak Uh, and yeah and and um, I, I always feel myself personally that, you know, if you learn anything, even from if you learn just one new idea from a book, it's it was worth it. If I learn one new idea from a program, it was worth it. But I can assure you there's a, a lot more time, effort, energy and thought that's gone into any of our programs than, than, than will trigger more than one idea. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. As long as you get one thing, then at least you're moving forward. Paul O'Mahoney, thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure to to chat with you. And thank you for sharing your insights and, and your story. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. It means a lot that you made it to the very end. It shows you have what it takes to finish whatever you start, and that's a sure sign of success. But if you've enjoyed the interview, then don't forget to check out the show notes at www.internetmarketingpodcast.net, where you can also subscribe. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.